Hi, we've got three stories from Curiosity.com to help you get smarter in just a few minutes. I'm Cody Goff. And I'm Ashley Hamer. Today, you'll learn how astronomers discovered 12 new moons around Jupiter and why you should care, why you should rethink that post-workout beer, and we'll test your skills by seeing if you can correctly answer Elon Musk's favorite job interview question. Let's satisfy some curiosity. We'll start with some big news from space. Astronomers at the Carnegie Institution for Science have just discovered 12 new moons orbiting around Jupiter. Scott Shepard was the principal investigator on the project, and his team was actually looking for something completely different when they found the moons. They were searching for a possible mega planet 10 times the mass of Earth, which would be beyond the orbit of Pluto. Astronomers call it Planet Nine, and they think it might disturb the orbits of several small asteroids in that region. We still haven't found Planet Nine, but thanks to the search, we found a dozen moons. Not a bad trade-off, right? Nine of the moons are in the outer reaches of Jupiter's system, orbiting in the opposite direction of the planet's spin. Two moons are closer and are moving in the same direction as the planet's spin. And the last moon is an oddball. It's orbiting in a completely different way than all the rest. But this discovery means that Jupiter has a mind-blowing 79 moons. And the word mind-blowing is the big takeaway here. I mean, we just discovered a dozen moons right here in our solar system. That just goes to show how much there is to learn about our universe. Moons are hard to spot because they're small and they're not always very reflective. We've confirmed 62 moons around Saturn, 27 moons around Uranus, and 13 moons around Neptune. But who knows how many are out there? Just one more reason to keep our eyes on the skies. We just have one lone moon. Just one. Us rocky planets are, are sad that way. At least we visit it once in a while. Once in a while. Not for a while. <laughs> Yeah, but the other ones don't even get house calls. That's true. Ashley, is this next story the worst thing that's ever happened to you? Yes. <laughs> I hate it. You told us about it. And you were like, I don't want to believe. No, I didn't. But that's what science writing is, right? You have a belief and you can't hold on to it if the evidence says otherwise. Yeah. You have to let go. I'm just surprised you're that into your post-marathon beer. Oh my gosh, it's the best thing. <laughs> I guess a post-marathon anything is the best it's thing. It's true. I mean, if you run 26.2 miles, you're gonna do what you want. Like, if, <laughs> if you have something that you've been looking forward to that whole time, you're gonna eat it or drink it or whatever. And for me, that is a nice cold beer. My wife always says that's the reason you work out so you can eat whatever you want. Pretty much, yeah. Well, it turns out, as you might guess from this banter, <laughs> that alcohol is bad for athletes, especially right after a workout. <sighs> Here's the science. After a hard workout, there are microscopic tears in your muscles. That's why you get all that inflammation and soreness. Exercising also drains your glycogen levels, fluids, and electrolytes. It could take weeks for your body to fully repair itself after a really hard workout. So a recovering athlete needs proper rest, hydration, nutrition, all that. Well, guess what alcohol does? Literally the opposite of all of that. We already know that alcohol can take a toll on how hydrated you are, but that's not all. A 2014 study shows that alcohol slows down your muscles repair process, even when you drink a protein shake with it. A 2013 study suggested that alcohol might deplete glycogen restoration because it could stop your body from taking in carbs properly. And this is all alcohol, not just beer. Scotch on the rocks, still not great for recovery. But you don't have to despair like I did when I learned about all of this. Here's an idea you probably haven't thought of. Non-alcoholic beer. Really, it's full of healthy polyphenols, just like regular beer is, but without the not-so-great effects of alcohol. Just remember, when you drink after a workout, 
you recover in spite of the booze, not because of it. What's your favorite post-workout drink? Well, chocolate milk is a great one. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Because it's got protein, it's got sugar, it's kind of got everything you need, and it tastes amazing. Do you do the syrup or the powder? Oh, no, no, no. I do like a, I buy it from the store liquid. Like, uh, yeah. Oh, Fairlife is good. All right, pre-mixed. Yeah, yeah. We have Oberweiss here in Chicago, and that's a lovely, lovely chocolate milk. It's so fancy. <laughs> it is. So good. <laughs> What's the hardest question you've been put on the spot to answer in like a high pressure setting? Well, probably like, what's your biggest weakness? Because you're supposed to say something good, but everybody knows that you're going to say something good. And so they really want you to say something bad. But if you say something bad, then they're going to think it's good. It's just like, what are you supposed to do in that situation? Maddening. It is. Well, I can't remember any specific job interview questions I've been asked that really threw me off. But I do know when I interviewed for Curiosity, it was June or something. And it was really, really hot outside and there was no air conditioning. on. Oh. Oh, my gosh. And I came from my consulting firm where I was wearing business casual and I'm dressed head to toe. And they sat me in the conference room and he said, I'm going to go get some water. I'll go get the CEO. We'll talk a little bit. And I was just covered in sweat by the time he came in. And I was so physically uncomfortable. But I made it. And here we are. Wow. You got that job. Here you are. Heat. Bring a fan with you to job interviews, maybe. (laughs) I don't even know. Well, today we're going to put you on the spot, listener, and see if you can answer Elon Musk's favorite job interview question. That's a favorite question, according to Musk's biography, which was written by Ashley Vance. And it might not still be his favorite question, but it was at one point anyway, so let's go for it. Here we go. You're standing on the surface of Earth, the planet we live on. You walk one mile south, one mile west, and one mile north. You end up exactly where you started. Where are you? I'll say that one more time. Again, you walk one mile south, one mile west, and one mile north, and end up where you started. Okay, so what's the answer? Do you give up? There are technically two correct answers to this. The first correct answer is the North Pole. Earth is round, so your three-mile walk would make a triangle to put you right back where you started. The second correct answer is anywhere that's one mile outside a one-mile circumference circle around the South Pole. Walking one mile south would place you on this circumference path. And then when you walk west, you would walk in a complete circle. Walking north would place you back where you started. So how'd you do? Did you get the job? Well, please let us know if you do work with Elon Musk, because that'd be a really fun interview. It sure would. We would love to talk to him. (laughs) Hook us up. Read about all of today's stories and more on Curiosity.com. And Amazon Echo users, don't forget that you can listen to this show as part of your Flash Briefing. Just find Curiosity Daily in the Amazon Flash Briefing directory or find a link in the show notes. And of course, it's super helpful when you leave us a five-star review. Stephanie J wrote, second item in my flash briefing, right after the weather. Keep it coming. And Miss Angela wrote, three interesting tidbits of info. Perfect amount of time for flash briefing. Only a few minutes. I look forward to this in my briefing. Thank you so much for your five-star reviews and for listening. We really appreciate it. And thank you if you've nominated Curiosity Daily as a finalist in the 2018 Podcast Awards. You can find a link to that in the show notes or visit podcastawards.com to register and nominate us. You can find Curiosity Daily in three categories, people's choice, education, and science and medicine. It only takes a few minutes and we really do appreciate your help. Join us again tomorrow for the Curiosity Daily and learn something new in just a few minutes. I'm Cody Goff. And I'm Ashley Hamer. Stay curious. On the Westwood One Podcast Network.